Good morning, Memphis. It's such a pleasure for us to be together this beautiful, beautiful morning. I'm Sana, and you're listening to Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. Every Saturday morning, I'm joined by experts from across the country who are investigating our most pressing social issues and common curiosities. Over the next hour, we'll learn about their motivations, inspirations, and of course, what they know about the world around us. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready for a fun and insightful conversation. Y'all, I am so excited this morning because uh, just really quickly, I want to tell you, I was watching this Instagram live and my mind was absolutely blown. Um, the two women were talking about flower essences and I had, it's like, I was like, I don't even know what we're talking about right now. Like, this is so amazing. So interesting. I was so um, enraptured. Is that, is that a word? Well, whatever it is, I was captivated. And so I knew <laughs> I had to have the flower essence expert come join us because I know you're going to love all this information, your mind is going to be blown as well. So this morning we have with us Kaylee Higgins. Kaylee is an integrative healing practitioner and a student teacher at heart with over 13 years of experience and study in the field of holistic medicine and spirituality, as well as 20 years of combined experience as a yoga student and teacher. Kaylee utilizes her strong background in integrative health to lift and support the well-being of others. She holds a master's in holistic health and certificates in wellness coaching, herbalism, astrology, yoga, and pranic healing. And currently, she is taking a training in Ayurvedic nutrition to incorporate the spirituality of food and nourishment into her understanding of wellness. Kaylee is the founder of Kali, a wellness studio in Stillwater, Minnesota. Welcome, Kaylee. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. I'm so excited. Thank you, Sana. It's so great to be here. And I'm, I'm excited too. Yes, yes. So I know you have a wealth of knowledge um, and so many different expertise in regards to wellness overall. But of course, I came to know you through the flower essence. So let's start there because again, I was just like mind blown, something I never thought about, but yet is clearly all around us. So let me just, you know, let you tell us <laughs> what our flower essence is, and then we'll kind of go from there. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you again. And um, <clears throat> hello to Memphis. It's <laughs> I'm I'm from Minnesota. And flower essences are truly a, a gift and a passion of mine that I came to know when I was actually, well, first as an herbalist student, it was a remedy I was given, which I didn't even know. Um, I was given Medea Fay, and I thought it was like Santa Fe, but then <laughs> I found out Fay F-E was shorthand for flower essence. So mm -hmm. the very first remedy I was ever given by an herbalist was actually a flower essence. And you can look up Medea to know a little bit more about me. <laughs> uh, but it, uh, it just really, really spoke to me because I am a very sensitive person mm. in terms of just hours. You know, I had a reaction to penicillin as a baby, um, sensitive to dairy, just all of these little sensitivities. Um, and I think that uh, there's 
kind of a generation of quote sensitives that kind of came in after the boomers. Mm -hmm. And so flower essences really came to me um, as a gift to, to coming back to nature. Mm. Um, as a lot of people know, the medicine, the over-the-counter drugs that we get are often derived from plants. Mm -hmm. And with the flower essence, it's, it's driven in from the energy of the plant. Mm -hmm. There is like a physical process that, that it goes through to, to extract that energy. And depending on how far you want to go into that, we can talk more about it. But, um, the beauty of flower essences is that it's a vibrational medicine. And so it works with the energy body. And when we talk about people who are sensitive, we're always feeling vibes of, you know, like you, that's a vibe or this is a vibe, <laughs> that kind of thing. And um, flower essences give us the opportunity to take those feelings that, you know, there isn't really space to talk about when you go to the doctor it's kind of like, what are the physical symptoms that you have going on? There might be a little bit about, oh, it's stress. Well, stress causes 80% of problems are created by stress, but there's not a lot of great language around how to support ourselves with that, right? It's more of like, okay, I have a stomach ache or, you know, I'm having heartburn and then it's kind of going at this one-off physical level. So with flower essences, what's what I love about them is they're very, very nuanced. It's very subtle. So it's like if somebody, and it, it's all coming from this idea that nature is healing, right? Mm -hmm. That, that we are, we're, we are nature in motion, right? We, as within, so without, or whatever, as above, so below, as they say, right? The macro and the microcosm. And what flowers do is they have this innate intelligence in, in how they bloom, right? Everyone has a little blueprint. And if you have the blueprint of a tulip, you're going to become a tulip. <laughs> and if you have the blueprint of a rose, right, you're going to become a rose. And only in America, or I shouldn't just say America, but like when we start bringing our head into the game, right? It's like, you can be anything you want to be. And then our mind and our ego gets like on track of like, okay, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be this or that. And <clears throat> this is where flower essences can help us because they ultimately just help us be who we are. Mm. You can't take a flower essence to become someone else, right? You can't just a tulip can't become a rose. I mean, I know we have some science and things. People are doing some food science where they make something look like a hamburger and it tastes like a cake, like, <laughs> but no one wants that experience, right? If they, if they see that, right. They don't want that. You want to kind of be who you are on the inside and the outside together. Mm -hmm. And flower essences help us innately remember who we are from the inside so that we can thrive what they do is they energetically bind to anything that's not us. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> there is science kind of behind it, but this has been thousands of years old, you know, different medicine people would go out and prescribe people to just go out and drink the dew drops off of a certain flower to help with this mental and emotional aspect of health. Mm -hmm. depending you know how far we want to go into it 
because I don't even know if I answered your question yet. We <laughs> got to get back to what is a flower essence, but coming back to it, this is really the mind, body, spirit type of medicine where there are some people out there that say, you know, 99% of disease in the physical body can start out in the mind. It can start out in the energy realm. Mm -hmm. And uh, science is starting to back this up where they're, they're finding like, if you've heard of biophotons mm -hmm. at all, look it up. But uh, it's basically this idea that um, our consciousness, like our, how do you measure that, right? Our consciousness is made up of light. And if you say like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna go um, grab a milkshake with a friend at this diner on Friday, they're now finding that like, they can measure those biophotons from your brain, your consciousness are present at that diner already. Mm. And so if, if they're able to start noticing the power of our mind and consciousness and like where we're at, I think it's not going to be too far out that we find a lot more evidence, even though there's loads of um, clinical evidence, right? People who have done this in practice and Anyway, so flower essences in a nutshell, they, they balance and strengthen us on our emotional and mental level, mm -hmm. spiritual level, if you want to go there, so that we can express in our highest being in the physical body. So how I like to explain it to people, like if you're going down the route of plant medicine, where let's say, okay, I heard echinacea is good to battle the flu or something like that. Um, if you take echinacea more like a tincture, which is more of like the physical plant in like an alcohol, mm -hmm. that is going to really be extracting. It's kind of more similar to our, our allopathic medicine, right? We're really extracting some properties out of that echinacea. And then we're taking that. And it's, mm -hmm. it's often going to be functioning on a more physical level. Whereas flower essences, they come in more, it is a water-based uh, remedy. Mm -hmm. When we think of water, we think of consciousness, like water carries so much intelligence. When we take the flower essence, that enters on more of an energetic level and it, it, it works more on that mental emotional pattern. So let's say you have a stomach ache but let's say it's not because it's gluten related, which maybe in that case, there would be a specific plant remedy you would wanna take for gluten. Maybe that stomach ache is related to an anxiety that is connected to the mind mm. field. That's when flower essences come in. That they, they work on that, the invisible realm. That's why it's great for people who go into doctors and the doctors can't pinpoint the exact physical location, Flower essences are usually indicated and um, great for trauma. You know, when you want to talk about people doing the work, people like just the stress vibe of the nation and the world right now, flower essences help us disintegrate the, the sludge, kind of the psychic sludge, the traumatic experiences that have been lodged in the body so that the true light can shine through. And so that we access our own healing potential, that we actually, our mind gets free mm -hmm. enough that it remembers it's who it is that we are these 
beings of light, these soul beings, divine energy, and we access that healing. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, if you have a question to follow up, (laughs) I feel like I I can go on and on. So you you tell me what you think. I love it. I mean, there was so much in there. We're going to break down some of the things that you said, but I love just that, you know, very general overview of flower essence and what they can do. And I also love how you, you know, made it very relatable because right now we're all about the vibes, right? (laughs) People are all like, that has really become very a common phrase in our culture now that, you know, uh, we can pick up on people's vibes, that we only want positive vibes. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) So I think people can kind of understand when we're talking about flower essence, even if this is something new that, you know, they're hearing about for the first time, we all can kind of relate to this idea of feeling vibes, whether from a person or even feeling our own vibe is off or (laughs) maybe that it's really high and that's good or maybe we feel like it's really low and that might mean we're a little sluggish so I think people can relate to this idea of you know the vibes but also then expanding it out to understand that energy is everywhere and we can tap into these energies in the case of flowers. Um, we can tap into their energy for this emotional and mental healing um, in a way that's similar to as you explain how some plants we accept that they have these certain physical benefits. So if people are listening and they're like, wait a minute, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I'm on board with this. I love that example of how we can think of plants that we might use that help us if we have maybe, you know, a headache or a stomach ache and flower essence are, you know, continuing along that same kind of idea. Um, so you mentioned how very briefly how these different flower essence or different flowers might have different energy um, that might help with maybe specific types of mental or emotional, um, I don't know if blocks are the right word or state or, (laughs) um, so could you give us maybe an example of a flower and its kind of energy or what it might be used for? Sure. You did a great job of summarizing and synthesizing. Thank you for that uh, reflection. Um, So as far as like an example, I'm trying to think of one that might be helpful for people to know. And what I will say is the thing about flower essences is they're so unique, right? Mm -hmm. And this is where it always gets kind of tricky in terms of sometimes people are like, okay, well, I need a sleep remedy, you Mm -hmm. know, and we kind of have like the greatest hits of like, okay, chamomile, you know, maybe lavender, some people know passion flower, um, right? There's, there's these sort of things. Now with flower essences, this is where it can either be fun, you know, if you like to nerd out about this kind of stuff, it can be fun because then the question is very nuanced because they're such unique plants. They deal with very specific energy patterns. So the question would kind of change to like, well, is it like a sleep that you can't fall asleep? You know, Mm -hmm. like you can't get to bed. 
is a, it a sleep where you suddenly wake up in the middle of the night and you can't fall asleep? Is it a sleep that is like nightmares are happening? So your REM, like, you know, is it a sleep that just suddenly came on because you lost a job recently and you're worried about something? Mm -hmm. As you can see, this could kind of go, it can go kind of deep. Mm -hmm. And what's beautiful about it is that there are specific flowers that have to do with different sleep patterns, right? And this goes for any, any type of, ailment, if you will. And I, I love what you said about blocks, because that is, they kind of talk about um, if you're feeling like a block, right? Mm -hmm. They'll, they'll say you, um, so Dr. Edward Bach is the man who was the most known uh, for flower essences. He kind of brought it into the limelight more and he wanted every family to have a kit and have it be a really simple, easy prescription, like, okay, this is the emotional state I'm experiencing. So this is the flower I'm going to take. And now I think what's hard and, you know, what we're coming around to is we're all getting a little bit more uh, interested in emotional IQ because people will come in and they won't even know what their emotion is. Yeah. Right. And so when you ask this question about, okay, well, what's like a flower, for a thing, it becomes a little bit more of a complex question. But if we just wanted to pick like, let's, let's say we wanted to pick anxiety, for mm -hmm. example. Um, one flower essence for anxiety is aspen. So if people are familiar with the aspen tree, it's like shaking leaves. Um, it's like, the slightest breeze can make the leaf kind of shudder. So Aspen helps with people who get very, very ruffled from the environment around them. And it, it comes to with people who maybe get kind of creepy feelings where suddenly they just are like, I don't know why, but I just got creeped out by something like it could be a butterfly flapping its wings in Brazil or something like that, like that type of a in anxiety where someone just can't exactly name what it is, but they're just feeling kind of worried. Mm -hmm. um, kind of like worries you can't name. Yeah. So that would be one example of like Aspen. Now, as you know, it's not this exact like prescription, right. but that's kind of giving you an idea. If, if you have fears around things that are very specific, I know we kind of, I'm not going to name my daughter's fear because I keep putting it out into the vibrations out there. I'm not going to name her fear, but like, let's say you have a fear of snakes mm -hmm. or you have a, um, a fear of driving over a bridge or a fear that you can name that's very specific, that, that still kind of creates a little energy vibration in you that's anxiety. Mm -hmm. Mimilis is the flower that is known to help with people who can name their fears very clearly. That would be indicated. Now, oftentimes when people take an essence, you can certainly just take one, but they usually work in like a bouquet as you often see them, right? So they usually work in teams and there can be a lot of things going on, right? With a person who maybe is in either one of those two fear states that we kind of talked about. 
Um, there could be like a fear that's based on like an anxiety that's created by perfectionism, right? So this need to like get it right mm -hmm. and like that kind of need to control and everything um, can create an anxiety pattern. So you would want to grab a flower that would help you surrender to the flow. And now that could be a handful of flowers, right? Depending on what kind of surrender you're needing. If it's like a surrender, like, hey, I just need a surrender to a higher power type of a surrender, or if it's more of like a surrender of like, I need to let go of the details in my life and just let people make mistakes and let myself make a mistake, that's going to be a different flower. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of other anxiety-based states. Anxiety is a, a complex uh, <laughs> Yes. It's just a complex thing, it is. but, but and people come in for that. I would say that the people that I often see moving towards flower essences are coming because of a mood thing. Like either they don't want to be on, on their medication or they're thinking about going on medication and they want to check out a more natural way to do it. Um, usually anxiety and depression are part of the game. And then usually trauma, you know, a lot of times it's trauma mm -hmm. that's lodged in that then is activating unhealed stuff. Yeah. Um, but the flowers are really great and kind of can offer immediate support to people. Like there could be the anxiety of the swirl, like, Hey, I'm overwhelmed. That's Elm where it's like, you have anxiety because you're just doing too many things. It's not, when when we talk about the vibe, like, oh yeah, that person's got a bad vibe or good vibes only. I just have to laugh when I took an energy healing class that was all about like what people talk about psychic attack and psychic protection in the field. The teacher mentioned that 80% of psychic attack comes from ourselves. Mm. It might be higher, right? <laughs> like think about our negative thoughts or just think about our mind, right? We are constantly psychically attacking. So sometimes like what flower essences do, are they just like calm the mind down, get you out of your mind, into your heart, mm. into your body, into that soul place, into that truth. That's like, Hey, you know, I'm going through a hard thing right now when I'm living upstairs in my brain and I'm thinking about it and analyzing it and, you know, swirling about that. If I ground down and come heart centered and really check in with like, well, what is Kaylee? Not even the name Kaylee, like who this person, this soul that I am, how does she feel right now about this? Oh, she doesn't really care that much, actually. Like, that's not really that important. Um, and flower essences help us access that inner resource mm -hmm. that kind of reminds us, like, hey, I've got everything I need here. I'm going to be okay. There's some shaky things happening for sure. There's some waves. There's some emotions. You know, there's a lot of experiences my body is having. But deep down, my soul body is like witnessing and it's here. And it's like, it's not freaking out. That part of me isn't freaking out. Mm. It's seen worse and it's not gonna <laughs> one up. It's not gonna go into that place of, oh, it's so, it's been so much worse. No, it's it's really chill. Yes. Yeah. I think it's so important what you said when you're we talking about the 
anxiety part and how anxiety could be due to a lot of different sources, whether real or imagined, and how flower essence can really address kind of the reason or kind of narrow it down versus kind of a general anxiety medication that's just kind of like blanket, uh, like we'll just kind of cover it all, but still it's covering. It's not really helping um, unearth and release whatever that kind of more narrower or exact source of anxiety is. So already, I think even in that, so even when I'm like, oh, just give us an example. And you're like, well. <laughs> hey, but you just got to the heart of it. You just, you, you mine the gold. And that's what I love about you. But you, you really got to the heart that flower essences go to the root. Mm -hmm. And we don't always consciously have to know about it, but it, that is the aim. We're aiming at getting to the root versus trying to sprinkle on a bunch of things. Granted, the bouquet is a little bit of that sprinkling effect, mm -hmm. but um, that's right on what you said. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, of course, we're going to dive into flower essence even deeper. <laughs> You're listening to Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. This is Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. I'm Sana, and I'm here with Kaylee Higgins, an integrative healing practitioner, and we've been talking about flower essences. And before the break, you were kind of mentioning how flower essence can really help us address um, trauma or stress. And I think, you know, we've all experienced for sure a trauma over the past year and of course many other traumas throughout our lives uh, but if folks maybe weren't willing to accept or acknowledge trauma in other areas we could probably acknowledge the COVID-19 the trauma of COVID-19. Um, so could you talk a little bit more about how flower essence can help us as we're you know trying to address these traumas? Yes. So I just find um, some people may, the first flower essence that they know of is box rescue remedy. Mm -hmm. This is a five flower formula that Dr. Edward, Edward Bach created. And do you know of it by any oh. chance or have you heard of it? Okay. It, it's like guaranteed if you go to the co-op, they have one there for you. Um, if you ever have a friend who's in an acute trauma situation, that is like an emergency kit medication. You know, if you're going to drop off a little basket for a friend, um, that is the one that would be the go-to for somebody in an acute trauma condition because it's readily available mm -hmm. and really easy to take. Oftentimes, I know they make like a pet blend, so... If your animal can handle the sound of a spray bottle, I know my dog cannot, um, <laughs> but you can put the droplets in the water. You can also put droplets in, in like a, a water bottle for like children, you know? So when you talk about easy administration without trying to throw a pill down the throat of, of someone who's already, you know, in a tough spot, um, very easy to take. They're either in spray form, they have calm tablets now, so you can even take it as a little lozenge. Mm -hmm. And that would be my number one 
recommendation for someone in just an acute trauma situation. And those, the, the goal of those are really to just anchor the light in the body and just like bring that person, just bring it all back together because kind of what happens and, you know, depending who you talk to, right, we can go as woo or as science. And I don't always think they have to be in two separate categories. Honestly, we, we humans like to make everything a duality, but it's more of a spectrum. I think we all are, are learning. Um, but what happens when trauma comes in from an energetic standpoint in, in a lot of cases is right. It either activates. So like some things that maybe we weren't aware of, we were carrying mm-hmm. suddenly can come to the surface. Other times what can happen, it is, is such a shocking situation where we have what like shamans might call soul loss, or I just kind of call it like your, your light, your energy kind of just disperses. It just kind of goes everywhere. And I always think about this in terms of like, if people are Harry Potter fans and you think about like that idea of the horcrux of like part of yourself is like, you're kind of in this weakened state, right? You're not feeling whole. Mm -hmm. And so part of you is kind of gone and encapsulated and is hiding here and here and here. It's a self-preservation. It's a coping defense mechanism. And I'm sure there are some other experts who can use different language around this. You're getting my, my language. Mm-hmm. Um, but flower essences help like collect those pieces, bring them back together so that you can be more present for the shock of it because that's the other thing is when we dissociate, when we leave our body, you know, when, when we kind of take mind and body away, it's really hard to actually be present and, and be there to heal. Right. And healing takes time. You can't necessarily say, okay, I need to just be one right now and breathe and it'll be fine. Like, it's not necessarily that, but it's like, if you can stay embodied and stay present, your chances for healing faster Mm -hmm. is often better, right? They'll even say this, like for people who go into labor, medicated versus unmedicated, those who are there and able to feel the the trauma, we'll just call it what it is of the baby exiting the body, like um, for both, right? That's hard on the baby too. But when you feel it, right, feel it to heal it, they say, right? And if you were medicated, and I can just say I was one of those people for both of my kids, so there's no shame about whatever direction you go, um, it, the healing can take longer because it's like you didn't even necessarily feel it. And sometimes in those cases, like you might push it too hard because you can't feel it. So your body you're not even checking in with the wisdom of your body around, can I handle this? Is this too much? Um, Mm -hmm. Right. And so when it comes to trauma and flower essences, they're just really, really gentle. This is the other piece is they're very, very gentle. You imagine like any type of big life event, people send flowers, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's happy, sad, you know, and there's, lore around like it's not just because they're so beautiful right there there's other reasons why we do certain things Mm -hmm. and um 
because flowers bring healing. They're, they're very big for transition and, and they, they give us support. And so I find when you're in a trauma state, you don't want to do anything that's more traumatizing. You don't want to, granted we do, we'll go, okay, maybe turn to liquor, drinking, right? And that's another kind of medication, right? Some people might be having to numb out. You don't want to feel, right? You've reached your capacity and that can be a form of wisdom in and of itself that you're, that person is, is doing for themselves. But flower essences are very, very non-damaging in terms of like, you're not going to have the hangover or a fatty liver down the road because they're, they're really, really gentle. There is a little bit of alcohol involved to preserve um, the energy, right? Mm -hmm. But that can be worked around you can, if, if you work with a practitioner or, you know, you find someone that uses more of a glycerin based uh, remedy, you can kind of avoid alcohol, but there will be at least maybe a very diluted droplet because in order, because water is so malleable and that's the carrier of it, Mm -hmm. you kind of think about animals and you think, Oh, my dog is so much like a princess, she won't drink water if it's been sitting out for a day. Well, water absorbs energy. Mm. And, and so your animal is very smart. And they're like, I'm not touching that water. Like that's old, that's old water, that's stale. It might even have some of your work drama in it that you brought home yesterday. I'm not drinking it. And, and so this is where a little bit of alcohol comes into play in the process because they're trying to encapsulate that vibration so that it otherwise, right. You, there could be some molding and that might still happen with your essence. If you're not careful, if you're taking an essence from a bottle sublingually and you're dropping it into your mouth and whoops, I touched my tongue a couple times. Like um, the real hardcore flower essence people will say, you need to have a little hand mirror um, back in the day, I had a dream of having this cute little lipstick case with a mirror that maybe would come with my flower essence that they could take (laughs) not there yet, but like using a mirror is really helpful because we think that we won't, but I swear the second in your mind, you're like, don't touch the tongue. Don't touch the tongue. It's like, just, it just goes right in. And that's the, that's another, that's another, um, topic about (laughs) about that but but so to your question that that's kind of my big thing to your question and then I would say if you want to work with work with a practitioner if you want to work on long-standing trauma because there's going to be like the capital T the lowercase t the you know there's all of those nuances too and depending on where you're at in that journey different flowers will show up for what you're ready for. So like some people, maybe they just went through a divorce mm-hmm. and they are, they're dealing with the trauma of loss. There, there's like, there's a lot of grief there. So they might want to work on that, but then let's say actually that they lost their parent. Right. So then they might be thinking we're working on the divorce, but there could be some greater abandonment kind of trauma issues that are, are coming into play. 
And it's all, I think that's what's so difficult is it is all connected. So that's why if for the science people out there, it's hard to measure this, this kind of, this kind of medicine from, from the standard ways we measure. And especially when you consider the placebo effect, if you are measuring against a placebo, well, in this case, um, flower essence medicine really believes in the power of the mind and intention. So yeah, if we just gave you a bottle that was water, but we sat down and we set an intention you actually might perform just as well as someone with the flower essence because guess what? That's what flower essence work is doing is it's really harnessing the power of your own healing potential mm. of our healing nature that we, I'll just tell one quick story mm. about um, just this, this Buddha that was covered in all of this colorful glass and the, the town was trying to move it from one place to the next. So they were using all these support ropes because it was quite a heavy statue. And of course it, it just was way heavier than they expected. And it broke, like it, it just didn't work, right? The rope fell off, it broke. And then as it broke, and you might've heard the story, it cracked. And as it cracked, they found that it was gold underneath that they had forgotten. You know, there wasn't any living ancestor who had remembered that they had hid this, this precious statue. They put the plastered glass on there so nobody would find the gold. But I always tell the story to people who come in to do healing work because we forget the, our innate potential for healing, mm -hmm. that no drug out there outside of us, right, can ever compare to our own healing potential. It can remind, right? And that's what flower essences do. They can start a healing process. And I am not by any means against um, Western medicine. They, everything has its place and, and part in the journey. But when it comes to, like you said, getting to the root cause, a lot of it is just awakening to this fact that we are miraculous. Like our bodies can do amazing things. And when we harness the power of the mind and the body together and they're working together, the soul has no, nothing else to do but shine, right? We're giving it all of the food and ingredients it needs to, to heal. And, and I, I don't want to make it sound so simple either mm -hmm. because we all know that there are lots of blocks sometimes to getting what our body and our mind and all of these things need. But I want to just share it in a, in a point of access to know that we can't let anyone tell us we don't have access to that part of us. We might not have access to other things. Yeah, the society is going through an overhaul right now with what we need change, right? Mm -hmm. It's easier for some people to get access. But when you just stop and put your feet on the ground as human, you have the power of your breath. You have the energy around you. You can breathe that in and you can empower yourself. And flower essences are part of that journey to help remember that part of you. Mm. I love this idea of 
awakening and remembering and kind of centering back into ourselves. You mentioned this idea of, you know, how flower essences are so gentle. And I think that that's often what we're missing with ourselves, like a gentleness with ourselves and not trying to force ourselves into, even force ourselves into healing or force, you know, all these different things into happening, but whether, but rather a gentleness and a falling into um, the natural rhythms, whatever they may be. And this idea of presence, again, something that I think is often missing of being present, you know, in ourselves and where we are versus again, trying to rush or force or get somewhere else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Our environment trains us to not be present, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, um, as you said, remembering of trying trying to reestablish new patterns because mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to stay in the present moment with when you got bills to pay, when you have goals and, you know, it's a dance. It's, it's certainly a dance and, um, moderation right because you can't always just be the buddha sitting on a lotus flower like that's that works for some people um mm -hmm. who live in monasteries and you know that's a different lifestyle but when you apply it to the modern age it, it becomes a little bit different, but we all can get there and we all can keep expanding those moments of presence so that we have more and more moments where then we realize the more you, you go in that direction, you don't have to run and circle around as much because you're operating from your center more. Mm -hmm. And you might be able to notice like, actually, that's a, that's a hard no. I'm not going to be doing that. Does not align. Doesn't feel good. Right. And that's when you meet someone who's really centered. They're not, oh, I got to think on it, right? Mm -hmm. Feel on it. Like, just like feel that in your body. Mm -hmm. And that is one reason too, why I think, I think a lot of us want to feel something. And sometimes we want to feel it like real, like, I don't know if it worked because we want to have this big, big, big effect, right? A big effect. And that's where I think flower essences haven't gotten as much attention, but as our society is tuning in more and being able to become more sensitive, we're able to detect it more. So I think our generation, the ones coming in, especially children, their energy bodies, they just, they get it. They're welcoming it. And they're like, starving for it they're starving for that connection mm -hmm. um yeah yes well let's take another quick break you're listening to let's grab coffee on wyxr 91.7 fm and here we are back on Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. I'm Sana, and I'm joined by Kaylee Higgins, the founder of Kali, a wellness studio in Stillwater, Minnesota. And we've been talking about flower essences. And I think even more broadly, just talking about a return to ourselves and how flower essence can be supportive of that return. Um, you mentioned earlier how flower essence help us be who we are. And I kind of feel like I see this um, idea or this, you know, this idea of being ourselves, like returning to ourselves, kind of also circulating more 
versus um, trying to be someone else <laughs> or trying to change who we are. But instead, I think I feel that more people are really acknowledging this, you know, uncovering or the unlearning um, and trying to get back into, you know, the core of who they are, whatever that may be. And so I'm excited that Flower Essence can kind of help, you know, in that process. Yes, I think kind of like the two principles that flower essences operate from is first, just that movement from the physical to the more energetic realm, right? And then the second is that we can heal ourselves, right? And that is not, no one is going to get paid on that <laughs> message. No one's going to get paid, right? That's liberation talk right there. When, when you go, I mean, we got to be careful with it because I know with the wellness industry, um, there's just a lot of messaging in there that, that kind of plays on the episodic story versus the thematic story, right? So the story of like, okay, it's all on you that you have diabetes and that you're, you're not eating healthy and you're not exercising in X, Y, Z, and you just got to harness the power of your mind, you know, go and buy some vegetables and go ahead. You can do it versus the thematic, like we have a nation of people why is that yeah. why is it that children going to get lunch don't have a healthy option right that is a thematic but we still like so there's again that delicate balance of recognizing we can we can harness the power of our minds we got mm -hmm. that but we need to have some support right we need to have support and that even reminds me of when you asked about anxiety there's also like anxiety that you pick up from other people, right? Yeah. So sometimes we're carrying around feelings that aren't even ours. We don't even realize it. And what's hard is, guess what? Our body doesn't actually know how to process someone else's feelings. Mm. It, that's a broken equation. That's the wrong, it's just the something got lodged into your system that your body doesn't have the capability to process. And that's where having that recognition, giving back, but so a good essence for taking on too much from the environment, whether it's, you know, people around you or toxins around you, let's say you live around just like a lot of pollution, yarrow is a good flower essence for that. Um, if let's say you got some toxicity through the womb, sorry, we still love our mothers, right? But like, there's a lot that we get, right? That's evening primrose. That one is one that I give to people who are really working on just still clearing off the waters that they were birthed into the world with. And some people need it. And when they come to test, it's not the first remedy they get because flower essences are gentle. They don't generally, you know, it's not, they don't want to take the fast road in terms of if it's going to create more problems. Mm. And that's, uh, that's just what kind of popped into my head when you were talking about the power of me, we, and just these mixed, these different messages we get and how, how can they all exist as truth? Mm -hmm. And 
And how can we check in when something doesn't feel like truth for us and really honor, honor that in our own story of what works and what doesn't? Yeah. I mean, so much is about balance, balance of so many things. <laughs> like you mentioned before, um, you know, we tend to think in very, you know, in these dualities or dichotomies, but so much is really along a spectrum. Um, and I think about how we have to balance kind of multiple truths or what seem like multiple truths. But also when I'm hearing you talk, it makes me think about community as well. So even in that last example you gave, so even thinking about trauma from the womb and from, you know, or even just trauma that's been passed down over generations, it is about community. In this case, maybe a community of blood, right? So relative blood relatives, but then also the community where we currently are, whether that's a physical community. So again, back to physical environments and whether that's pollution or other type of environmental, um, I guess, toxins that are that we're living in um so that those communities as well but i think what is what was most um important to me when you were saying sometimes we're carrying around the emotions um, or the energies right or those vibes <laughs> of other people and sometimes we don't realize it um, and sometimes we are intentionally because it might be people we care about, right? And so we're internalizing oh, yeah. their, 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 their joy, but also, you know, their pain as well. There's a lot that you just said that <laughs> I have a little goosebumps here when you were talking about when we're carrying it, when in a caring nature, right? That it's kind of coming back to, this idea of community and how we are all connected mm -hmm. and that we can go, you can go to a little hut and try to do your thing and reground and recenter so that, you know, and that's really good for people who've been lost, who have been way too enmeshed with what everybody else needs. Like they need to kind of hear their own voice and heart again, mm -hmm. which flower essences will help with. But back to what you were saying, it just reminds me about just the spiritual path in general and that any work that you do for yourself, you will be giving back to others. And this is proven now with the biophoton thing I was telling you about in terms of like people hear of like, oh, a bunch of these people sat and meditated in this area and then crime rates were lowered. Mm -hmm. But now, like from a level of science of like the biophotons, when you think about elevating the light there because everything is sound and light in, in terms of if you really want to get into the atoms and all of that. Mm -hmm. When you start doing that work for yourself, you are alleviating, right? Your grandmother, whether they're here or not, the person you live with, right? Because you are showing others that there's other ways. And even if they themselves don't get to live to experience that, part of our connection to that person, they do get to experience it through you. Mm. And you are just as we experience them through our own bodies. And that's like, that's the joy. That's the challenge of what it means to be human right now doing this work and um, knowing you can lean on people 
And also knowing that you can set a boundary when you realize like, Hey, I love this person so much. I care so much about them, but the best way to help them is not to just paste it all on myself so that I can't, that's not sustainable. It might be okay. You might check in this one weekend. Okay. I can stretch. I can do this. But if you keep doing it over time, right, the resentment builds, you start losing yourself. And my biggest message with that is part of like kind of bringing yoga into this now, but part of being self-centered isn't so bad. It's actually like, no, you are actually centered in yourself so that you can go out and be a better support to another person. You know how to support yourself. And your energy is contained, right? It's not like over in this work project and over here and at a party two years ago that you're still worried about what happened there. Like, don't, don't overthink it or go into the perfection mode. Like we are constantly, our energy and selves are, are in different places, but it's continuing. Like you talked about the presence, elongating that time where we have those experiences where we feel that wholeness because that's the nectar that's the hope that's what keeps us going when we feel those moments of connection yeah you know as you were talking it just it made me think you know as you said, like our energy can be dispersed as we're like reliving these moments, um, whether it's something that happened this morning or 10 years ago, right? And we're splitting ourselves or splitting our attention, maybe to say it that way. So folks can kind of like understand what I'm saying, splitting our attention, um, splitting our focus, right? And reliving in a lot of cases, we seem to always relive like those traumatic moments or the moments where we felt dumb or, you know, embarrassed, right? It's always those moments that, that repeat in our brains um, and not those moments where we just feel so happy and joyful. Why is that? But it, it just, you know, it, it made me think about how um, that trauma continues because we're continuing to live in those moments and having those energetic responses to those moments, even though, they're done, but they're not. Done. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the tricky part about where we're at right now is we have gone chronic in terms of like, I, I was listening to a psychologist talking just about, about the trauma in our nervous systems and mm -hmm. how we just don't, there is no time for anyone to recover. And then depending on how full your bucket already was, right. Depending on where you're at and what your support is like, um, we're, I don't even know what the word would be, um, to describe the state of our, our well-being on that realm. So, I mean, treat people with kindness, treat yourself with kindness, go buy yourself some flowers today or whatever a flower is for you that is going to feel support, ask for help, you know? it's, we need each other. We need each other through this. And, and we need to also know who we are, right? Because we need to know who we are to even know what we want to ask from someone else. I think that so many times we don't even know how to ask for support because we don't actually even know what we need in that moment. So just give yourself grace is my, where I, the mantra that I'm kind of 
with right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like so, the idea of giving yourself grace. And it is a practice, right? You have to put it into practice and then continue to do it. And it gets easier. I have a friend of mine who I admire so much because she seems to know how to ask for support. You know, and it, it kind of, you know, we're so used to being independent, right? And individualism and kind of do it yourself. And I remember, um, I don't know if she was, oh, I think, oh, it was like we were in grad school. <laughs> and so I think she was getting ready to take, you know, her exams or I don't know, something. And she had sent out an email to like her loved ones and said, hey, like this is about to happen and I need your support. And like, this is how you can support me, right? And she actually had like things that people could do. <laughs> and, you know, she wasn't ashamed to ask for that support. And, you know, I was like, it empowered me actually to be like, wow, this is a great example of like, yes, you need support in this moment. Yes, these things are fairly easy things that people can do, whether it's time or money, right? But like at a range of, you know, options that people could still show up in some kind of way. And I was like, wow, this is what it looks like to ask for help. <laughs> yeah, we did not most of us didn't get that modeled, right? Each generation we're learning, right? With the tools we had. And um, either it was just assumed. So you're either operating in like, I think this person needs help. So this is what I think that, so this is how I'm gonna do it. But there is no like communication, right? The power that you said in when somebody takes the time to go in and ask, now on the rest of us, we can say no, right? We have the choice to say no and that's okay too, right? That can be empowering too, to realize like, actually I can't right now. And you don't have to feel guilty about it. If you really sat in and you're like, I don't have capacity, but you know, whatever it's gonna be, you have to just check in and say, okay, shoot, I kind of keep saying no to everything. So is that is that how I wanna show up in the world? What else is going on in my world right now? you know, what are my priorities and are they reflected in how, if I really value being there for my community, what has to shift over here? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, yeah. And, you know, even just to bring it back, of course, to the flower essence, right, right. <laughs> that can help us even get down into like who it is that we are. So we know how we're going to show up into the world. And so I absolutely love this. Well, Kaylee, I know we're at almost at the end of our time together today. So I just wanted to leave you this last minute or so if there's anything you'd like to leave our, our listeners with today. Well, I just want to thank you for tuning in with an open mind and maybe an open heart to learning about something new. And, you know, whatever you take from today, I just, I hope that in some way it can be of the support that you need. Um, just really wishing, wishing your own connection to the power of yourself, to the power of your support networks, to the power of making a request and asking if you're feeling like you, you don't have the support you need. Um, if I am in Minnesota, so if anybody is, happens to be tuning in from that area, you can certainly come to my space and we can set up a consult. 
Um, otherwise, for those of you who aren't local, I do do a few sessions remotely and we would just meet via Zoom and it works just as lovely. You actually learn how to pulse test yourself and which can be kind of fun or it depends who you are. Some people aren't as into it and that's okay too. I can help just pick the remedy and we'll go over the flowers, but that's one way that we can connect. And um, because of this, I would offer a little 10% discount. You kind of put me on the spot here, my dear. So I'm like, I don't want to be that little sound bite of, of that, but I also want to be really accessible to people. Mm -hmm. um, if you're feeling ready to do that work, then we want to really remove what barriers. So my, um, I don't know if you have chat notes that you can give my yeah, email. Definitely. Maybe you can put my email in there and my website. And if people want to reach out that way, they can. Yeah. Otherwise, just look up your local person. I'm all about that too, making connections to the people in your own community. Yes, definitely. I will include the information in the show notes. But Kaylee, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to have you here with us this morning. Thank you. Thank you again to Kaylee Higgins for sharing all of her expertise around flower essence. I know that you learned something because I learned so much this morning and I mean, such practical information too that we can use. I just want to leave you with this quote, which you've probably heard before, but I think maybe you'll think about it differently after today's conversation. Um, it says, a flower does not think of competing to the flower next to it. It just blooms. Y'all, this is Let's Grab Coffee here on WYXR 91.7 FM. And you can join me here every Saturday morning at 9 a.m.